that's still better than a condom. <laughs> like, that's still better than pulling out, you know, still. <laughs> Welcome to episode 137. This episode of Toasty, we talk about normal politics, right? Tenet will be home for Christmas, and I became a sports announcer. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duan. So, before we start recording, actually, yes. no, I have a question for you. Uh, so, what happened on uh, Saturday? You said we, could, we couldn't record yesterday because you were still recovering. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, I had this uh, really, really big stomach ache. But I don't, it's not like where I need to go bathroom or anything. It's just like a, a, a really sharp pain. I'm like, so the right. scene from Alien. Yeah. It feels like something's like going to burst through through my stomach, is, yeah. is what I felt. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. When, when it's coming out one one end, you're like, oh my God, I wanted to stop. But when like it's just like a, a strong cramp in the stomach, you're like, God, just get it out. I don't care which way it gets out. Just get it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I I don't know what I ate that day. Like um I I went through some of the things I ate and I think it is the clams that I bought not not clams mussels that I bought. Oh. Uh, um and uh you know like when you buy mussels you have to really go through uh, each one when you wash them, uh, making sure that they're still closed. closed mm-hmm. One thing. Uh, second thing is that they're not cracked. Um and. Maybe I had one that was cracked. Maybe I had one that's that the, was, you know. But that's the thing. I it just takes one. That's the thing. It yeah. just takes one. Yeah, exactly. So I might have ate something uh, that was uh, not meant to be eaten. It's crazy because I bought like a whole bag. Uh, I think it was like four pounds, mm-hmm. which is pretty yeah. decent. You're like, what's wrong with discount seafood? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it was only $5 oh. a pound. Which was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm totally going to do this. So, yeah. I bring the whole bag home and like when I was sorting it out, I ended up, I think one whole pound is no good. So, I don't know if that's a sign Yeah, that it's not good. It makes you but wonder anyways. how fresh these clam- these mussels were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what I'm right, making Anyways, deals. so yeah, the whole night um, I-, I couldn't go to sleep. I, I was up from, uh, I'd say probably around two o'clock is when it hit. Two o'clock in the morning. I mm-hmm. probably had at least like two and a half hours of sleep. So anyways, after two o'clock, I, I, I just stayed up the whole night all the way to like seven o'clock. Um, there was a moment where Jill was like, where are you? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I think I got food poisoning. So I, I'm just going to go and go to a dark corner and just curl up or something like that. <laughs> just so, you're either wait for death or pray for death. Either one. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I just told her to go back to bed and I went all the way downstairs and I just, yeah, curled up in the corner. And I, I think I was just watching like, um, uh, Saturday night live. Cause <laughs> that was on the night oh. before. Yeah. And it was really good. Um, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but yeah. With Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, also, okay, so side note, as we were talking, I got the email. Again, I have to check to see what screen grab YouTube used for our episode. Okay. Uh, in this one, I titled, Neither of Us is Paying Attention. <laughs> okay. We're both looking opposite ways. <laughs> yeah. Away from the screen. Um, I mean, are, are you feeling today? Are you feeling better? Just uh, that much one day? better. Yeah, it was just uh, for that couple hours. I think after watching like a couple episodes or a couple of clips of SNL, it made me feel yeah. a little better. But uh, can you imagine, like, I think it was like, okay, so two after two o'clock, so it was like 
four and a half hours of agony. Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of SNL, though, I, I swear, like, I, that's probably the most daring I've seen SNL be in a long time. And I think it's only because Dave Chappelle is on there and everybody knows the type of humor that Dave Chappelle has. Yeah. So if SNL got any any flack, they can just say, well, it's what Dave wanted to do. Um, <laughs> my favorite skit was the uh, the uh, the spokesperson, spoke people getting fired. Oh, yeah. Uh, Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima. Uh, Aunt Jemima. Uh, Uncle Ben. Oh. Uh, Count count chocula and the the all state guy, guy got to keep his job <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that, that was funny um when he um when dave chappelle uh broke character and he uh. had to break character and he broke the third wall uh by saying pete davidson <laughs> yeah no for real look at pete davidson's lips um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, for somebody that has background in uh and doing sketches, which I guess I shows you how many takes they had to do for the Chappelle show. Yeah, um, he isn't good at keeping a straight face. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, yeah, I re- I really like that. Um, I I enjoyed his opening monologue. It wasn't very traditional, but it is so Dave Chappelle. Like it's funny, but at the same time, he is speaking facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So it felt like a bit like a lecture, but like from a lecture from a fun professor that you enjoy going to his class. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, kind of similar to um, the farm, um, the farm show that he did. The farm uh, show. Did you watch that? Yeah, because uh, he he did a, like a, a free show or something like that. And uh, oh, I think it, yeah, 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 yeah. The one, yeah, the one where people were, were uh, they called it a special, but everybody that watched it said it wasn't a comedy special. It was just him talking to the camera. Yeah, it was serious. Yeah. Yeah, it was a serious conversation. He wasn't trying to do a comedy special. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I imagine that's what the tone was. I didn't get to watch it, but yeah, I imagine that's what the similar tone. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, he he's he's made his money. He's he has a message to deliver, and he's doing it. So I'm like, props mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I like I like stuff like that though, like coming from him, because uh, he's he's a very hard thinker type of guy. He is. That's the thing, yeah. I, I, and it's funny because when you first start seeing him in in movies in the early '90s, he was very he was just dumb comedy. And it's just funny how over time he just evolved from being like a quirky, dumb character to uh, more satire or um, you know just like poking fun, like poking fun, but in a way that you can't argue against it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's where his monologue was going. Also, where he was speaking from a place of personal experience too. So you can't argue with that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like I told you when I went to go see him live. He was late for his his set, and all he talked about was getting high backstage, and that was mm-hmm. pretty, pretty much like not eighty percent of the show, and then twenty percent of the show was uh, some jokes, but that was pretty much it. Yeah. Anyways. Um. Yeah. All right, so speaking of the weekend, um, I actually got back from my anniversary trip with my girlfriend uh, yesterday. So yesterday, nice. I also, I, I I wasn't too tired yesterday. It was just mm-hmm. I was I just needed to like walk around the house a bit, or like because I was driving for a couple hours from uh, Temecula is not that far, but it's still mm-hmm. it's still a drive. Um, it was fun. We went to we we had two wine tastings that we wanted to do. Um, the first one was at Wilson Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
it's funny because we expected it to be kind of empty because even the the Airbnb we we're staying at, the host was like, "Oh, usually the wineries aren't that busy on on rainy weekends. Hopefully they don't cancel you guys." So we're like that's fine, whatever. We're you know the point is we we got away. We're still want to you know even if we can't go to the wineries, we still explore, do something around here. Um, we went to Wilson's Creek, dude. The thing was freaking packed. Like I, it looked like a, any normal summer weekend. Like it was full of people. Um, it, granted, when we got there, it wasn't raining. It was just like everything was muddy, uh, super overcast. But it wasn't mm-hmm. raining yet. Uh, we got there at a good time. We probably waited thirty minutes for our wine t- wine tasting. Meanwhile, people that showed up probably fifteen twenty minutes after us were being told it'll take them two hours. Wow. So we showed up at a good time. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it. It's- so it was $25 a person for the wine tasting. You get six tastings. Um, the first one they started us off with, they just gave us a rosé to like, you know, just, you know, here, like here, like on the house, like you guys taste whatever uh, while you guys look over the menu, which ones you want to taste. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of nice. Um, Do you want to get you drunk first before looking at the menu? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, give you something while you're looking at the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think that... uh that me and Martha were good tasters for that for that for that person for the server, um, because I promise you we probably had to to like ten to eleven uh, tastings worth of wine, and we weren't even done with our ticket. We still had like two more tastings. According to the ticket, we've o- we only had four tastings, but me and Martha were like just trash at that point. <laughs> But we were still we were still good, and so I'm like, okay, so um, we're like, okay, let's you know, let's finish off with one of their mixers. They have like one where they mix uh, their um, their sparkling wine, like their flavored sparkling wine, with one of their dessert wines, mm. and we, that's worth two tastings. Like you know, we have two tastings left. Let's just finish off with that. The guy didn't mark us off again, and we're like, okay, let's just finish this, and we're just gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the, like please sir you're being too generous <laughs> it's like we can't um yeah, so that was fun but during the tasting uh martha noticed two guys because we're kind of like in a in a think of a stage an outdoor stage um mm-hmm. no walls just like a, a covering and it's kind of a raised platform um and it's a big square shape the tables are set up in a square pattern and the servers the pores are in the middle everybody else is mm-hmm. on that perimeter uh, so we are on one side and we looked over to the side and Martha's like, you see those two guys over there? I'm like, yeah. Do you think they're here by themselves? Because they, you know, I haven't seen I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe the girls are in the bathroom, whatever, you know. And then we were, we tried another drink and we look over again and I'm like, huh, maybe they are just here by themselves. But like, that's so weird. Like, doesn't that really, wine tasting isn't a, a broing out kind of thing, you know. <clears throat> and as I'm looking, I'm like, oh, crap, I know what's going on. And she goes, what? The two dudes were there to pick up the most dangerous prey of all cougars Cougars. (laughs) (laughs) really those guys are there for cougars yes because there was a group of like four i would say late 30s early 40s uh women it like uh next to them and the guys are slowly making comments to them making like okay they're making a little they're trying to conversation uh these guys are probably in their early 30s uh they can't be more than mid 30s um so they're our age yeah, about yeah. So it's, okay. yeah, <laughs> uh, it's crazy to think that, but yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, <laughs> I was telling, uh, I just pretty much turned this into a game, and I was like sports announcing for Martha. I was like, okay, uh, so he's making his move. He's going for he's going for the for the pass, 
and ooh, deflected by the one with the wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh so my it, god! But it's it's so funny seeing it from like from a, from a distance because you can really see the women were kind of like shuffling and shifting around. Uh, almost like watching football and they changed positions like different formations <laughs> depending on what's being thrown at them uh-huh. so like if the guys got extra aggressive two of the women would kind of like make a wall like between them and the other girls and the other girls would kind of have and then like they would kind of rotate and switch off so are any of these women interested in these guys no or? no they were clearly not but the <laughs> thing is I, I don't know if they um, I, we're too far away to actually hear what they're saying uh, but I was telling Martha, I I think they were being polite and not being trying not to be rude, but they yeah. really needed to just tell the guys, hey, we're not interested or whatever, you know? Oh. <laughs> because and them being polite, because because uh, the the only one with the wedding ring was actually being polite and listening to them. But as soon as they stopped talking, she would just kind of circle back to her group mm-hmm. as opposed to kind of just putting putting the wall up and saying, no, thank you, you know? Um, so we did that for half an hour it it was amazing it, it was really I, I wish i could recorded it and just done some over some voiceover uh announcing <laughs> for the place and i could even done some like graphics like oh we hear we see here we do the spin here and boom right here this, here's the block beautifully choreographed wow. that's funny. uh yeah uh and then the the rain came and uh it's we, we, were, we were again we were trash at that point so we were like you know what let's get some food before we go to the next wine tasting mm-hmm. um or else we're not gonna make it <laughs> oh wow so, so that was just found, the first first place that you guys went yeah to. and that's the thing that worried me come like holy crap like this guy like gay for the server for being nice to us but we got other places to be bro <laughs> <laughs> um so we found a a patio table with them with a covering um and the rain came and luckily ours was uh our tent was good enough to re- to re- um repel the water some of the other like kind of temporary coverings that they had is like it's good enough for to block out the sun but it's not mm-hmm. meant for for rain yeah. so some people had to sh- had to leave but the funny thing is while we we're eating we can still see the guys hitting on the cougars <laughs> so we're kind of like still watching at a distance i'm like oh damn they're so and Martha's like, how do you think they're going to keep trying? I'm like, as long as the women are being super polite and not telling them off, they're going to keep going. It's just a matter of how thirsty they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, we were we were leaving. We were waiting for our Uber, li- uh, for our Uber ride. And uh, we see the, the four women walking out. Um, again, another sports moment. Because I, I, in my head, I'm all like... Ah, uh, look at that. That is a victory walk back to the locker rooms. These women are cheering. They're having fun. <laughs> they're a little bit tired, but, you know, they, they stayed strong throughout the whole game. Uh, that's what you want to see. They got a lot of things thrown at them, but they stuck to their their, their to their, uh, game plan. They stuck to their fundamentals, and they came out <laughs> with a victory. And then wow. not, could not have been timed better. Five minutes after that, we see the two guys walking out, like like, like shoulder to shoulder, like, like drunk like they're swaying they're tired i'm like that's a team right there they, they came to play hard they're they look defeated but their chins are up they're still smiling they're laughing uh but they're a little beat up but that's good you know what this is the, this is the kind of game we come we come here to see <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, 
yeah so uh yeah so, so again we were already drunk at that point so we went to um that was at wilson creek we went to miramonte that was the other one we wanted to go see um the reason we wanted to go to that one was because apparently it has a really nice view of the sunset mm-hmm. however given that it's raining and there's storm clouds we didn't really matter at that point Mm-hmm. And uh, that one ended up getting canceled because apparently they they have no covering for their outdoor seating. Oh, okay. Which we were fine by at that point. He <laughs> uh, <yeah. You> guys <laughs> did have a lot of drink already, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just turned to Martha. I'm like, I'm kind of relieved. And she goes, I am too. <laughs> I'm like, you want to get something to eat? She goes, yes, let's have dinner. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude, that, that was so much fun. Um, oh, and she also got me, that's one of my gifts, uh, well, like a side gift, um, this, uh, Heinz ketchup, uh, case for my AirPod Pros. It was like a little package. you're a ketchup guy. It even hears a, a, a Heinz ketchup. <laughs> Heinz ketchup guy, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, because it even has a little Terry here thing, so I loved it. Um, it's by Casetify. Mm, cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you talked about having dinner. What did you guys have for dinner? Oh, shoot. What did we... I think we just picked some Mexican place for dinner that day. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly can't remember the name of it. I gotta be mm-hmm. honest. I was pretty... I, so, I, I just... She just said... She just started naming menu items. I'm like, that sounds bomb right now. <laughs> <laughs> our, our only goal... Our only real, like, uh, like goal that weekend was we can't have food that we know we've, we can get here. You know, let's not get major chain restaurants or whatever. Um... So like there's like a macaroni grill. I'm like, yeah, technically that's I think that's the owned by the same company as Olive Garden. There is one at Huntington Beach. So I'm like, eh. Um, no, yeah, we tried some good sushi place the first night we were there. Um, oh, what's it called? Oh, freaking, I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think uh, I I would either. I mean, if I had a couple of drinks, yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a fun weekend though. So um and actually before we get into politics anthem before we start recording you asked me about buying a laser pointer if we're even able able to buy them anymore uh i think we are i don't think there's any laws against especially the red red lasers however i had a hard time finding the basic lasers that were like five dollars each back like 15 years ago yeah. Um. I looked on Amazon, and the only lasers I can find were either attached to uh, presentation remotes or part of cat toys. Yeah, so, that's what I noticed too. And uh, I guess the only laser pointers that you can really buy are from like eBay or something. Yeah, you can't so, find them on. You can't find them on Amazon. Yeah. So I gave up looking for them, right? Because I'm like, well, I want I want for my cat. But I'm not gonna freaking pay 15 bucks for a combo combo thing, whatever I find on Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. As I'm buying the stuff to pack my pack my girlfriend's gift for her anniversary uh, at Dollar Tree, I'm about to check out and I turn around a dollar <laughs> for just a basic laser. <laughs> so I bought two. So it's a dollar. It's at a dollar. The dollar Tree. Yes. Oh my gosh. Meanwhile, on Amazon. Okay, like, so I should have yeah, just bought on. them all and just started selling. On, on ebay for like two three ninety nine. <laughs> yeah they're like eight bucks 12 bucks online right now yeah so I yeah I it's, 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 it's it's funny that we're talking about this i i um last week or two weeks ago i bought a uh, cat laser toy the one that you're talking about but this one it it, it automatically moves around on its own yes and it so points cat's down space, right yeah, it points down so yeah. it's moving around so i bought this for um my uh, sister-in-law uh, she got a cat about a couple of months ago. I think she got a, 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 the cat same time 
that Elias was born. So the cat okay. is the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cat's name is Mina. Because mm-hmm. her name's Trina. Yeah. And then Mimi's the, her sister. So it's yeah. Mina. They have to keep the name thing going. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Mina, uh, the cat, she she loves the toy. Uh-huh. I'm guessing your your cat loves the toy too. If she's so, in the mood. Because sometimes she goes through red, and that's why I want her. Because sometimes she has these hyper freaking moods where she just wants to hunt or she wants to chase something. Yeah. And uh, and like her, she has like a little like ball with a bell in it, and sometimes she gets bored of it. She'll chase it around, but after she realizes it's not moving on its own, she gets over it. So I'm like, <laughs> I want something she can actually chase and tire her out. So I, that's why I like uh-huh. laser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I I was looking for the actual laser, the one that you have. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I wanted something like instant. I want something with like free shipping from Amazon. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll pay the 20 bucks for this thing because I guess it's a motor and it'll probably make it easier for them so they don't have to like point their lasers. Yeah. Um, Just set it and forget yes. it. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I got a text yesterday and uh, it's from Trina and she says, hey, um, can I return this uh, laser? I was oh. like, wow, what's wrong with it? She's like... Yeah, it stopped working. <laughs> yeah, that was my fear too. Because also, even in the picture, it, the laser looked kind of weak. <clears throat> and yeah. I don't know if it's because because does yours have like that that dark screen? It, yeah, like, yeah, it has a dark screen. But then uh, I, I think the laser goes pretty far. Probably, <clears throat> probably at least like within ten feet, uh, at least. Yeah. So was it the laser that broke, or was it like the the rotating motor? I have no know? idea. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think she just said that it just doesn't work overall so mm-hmm. I, I gave her the shipping labels so she can send it back um okay. yeah so dollar tree the one across the street right uh-huh okay cool I'll sorry, found I'll it. Yeah, on the, yeah right by the <laughs> checkout that's where i found okay. it <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah so actually here this is what it looks like this is the other one i bought that's un, that's still sealed <laughs> <laughs> just a blue pack um wow. okay so next thing we want to talk about for for updates here uh politics slash covid so after a week long <laughs> back and forth in a waiting game uh the projected winner of the presidential ele- election seems to be biden and i have yeah. uh i have i am not disputing that i think that's it's all fair uh mm-hmm. especially considering that he won with just the ballots that were received on election day so they didn't even get into the debate about uh should ballots received after count yeah. So for me, I, I, I know that the Republicans already know that the mail-in ballots won't be counted until towards, you know, the end of uh, uh, counting all of the other votes. And especially for states that haven't done early voting, it's all new yeah, to them. It's all new. And yeah. that's what the, I think that's the thing that frustrated me more was people's impatience. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. We all wanted to know. And for me, it was fascinating seeing the numbers change and shifting especially because it just it just brings me back memories of seeing like the movie drop projections yeah like i can actually like see the 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 delta the delta change for each one like as it's going through and when i was getting to george i was like damn like that is because because again the sms that they're giving the the proje- like the whole like 99 percent counted 90 percent counted whatever that is just what they are expecting that does not mean that is all they got so yeah. that is still that's an estimate on itself so as mm-hmm. I'm going through it, I'm all like, if 
Georgia still has a hundred un, unaccounted ballot, a hundred thousand uncounted ballots, there's a chance Biden can take it. But if it if they run out of ballots or they finish counting them all, it's over for Georgia. And like it's mm-hmm. kind of like I start seeing, and then for like Nevada and Arizona, like once I saw the trend there, I'm like, there's no way that's not shifting. If it is shifting, it's not going to shift by much. Yeah. Um. So th- for me, it was kind of like it was, it was more fascinating. But the the frustrating part was seeing people talking smack to those states about counting. Yeah, they, they're doing their job. You know, they're like, doing their they're doing their job. There's a process to it. They're literally not just counting the presidential the the, the votes. They're counting all the all the uh, propositions, uh, all the other uh, the positions that they are trying to fill for this election and it's a close call so i rather them you know finish counting or get to a more comfortable projection rather than them just making a blind call saying like you know what it looks like biden's gonna win and then just you know something happened or whatever and then at the end they're like oh take it back sorry biden we know you're to give your your victory speech but technically trump won or something you know something like that Mm -hmm. which has happened previously in elections but it's due to the media's fault yes yeah CNN, cnn has called called elections or fox is called elections and they mm-hmm. have to recall it later on yeah and you know the the only reason why they they would do that is because the the, the votes are so close to each other yes. um you know literally on the po- state. yeah literally i think at one point the difference was like i mean it, it shifted like over time yeah. yeah less less than a thousand at some point like it was staying close i think for mm-hmm. arizona it was eight uh arizona and nevada I can't tell it to the part uh, yeah, it was like but 8, during 000. that time, they were only like 50% or 70%. 75, like 75 like, yeah. I think it was like 75%. Yeah. yeah, I think Georgia was the closest Close. call because they kept on, you know, going from like um, 1,000, 3,000. Uh, yeah, it was cutting it close. Yeah, so anyways, I, I think for people who voted Democrat, I think mm-hmm. they were very patient. You know, uh, even... No, 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 no. They're 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 patient because um, you know, even Biden came out and said, you know, hey, stay calm. Um, but no. the thing is I, that I, I know for a fact, at least people on my Twitter that vote Democrat, they were yelling at the states that were so, there was one that's like telling the uh, Nevada Nevada, seriously, like get off your ass, count them. And I'm like I'm kinda I'm counting back I'm like, are County. I'm like, I'm coming back to them I'm like it's a process it's you know that's it's it's they have to go through their their counting process their validation process and they're not calling it for a reason it's because it's still too close yeah even even the guy even the guy in nevada that was that was in charge of everything he's like you know you know what we're not gonna tell anybody any numbers we're gonna set you a time we're gonna do tomorrow at noon so yep. if you ask me right now, I'm not telling you the the, the numbers. We're gonna update it tomorrow noon. That'd be very stern. Yeah, no, and but- people keep asking him like, "Oh, um, why is it taking so long? It's a process." Yeah, uh, you know, it goes through this but, person, it goes through this department, it goes through funny. that department. But it's funny because even even the, a local radio host, or not local, but LA radio host, on his Twitter, he starts saying like, "Oh, why is it taking these five states so long?" Uh, when all the other states manage to count their ballots and i'm like I, I i replied back to him like bro like no it's the, like california is like all these other states are say like in the high 80s 90 percent done cal- california at the time was like at 72 percent counted even yeah Calif- and california was and the way reason behind. why is because cal yeah cal- california had early voting we had and- early voting but also it's 
unless there's a big shift that nobody predicted, California's yeah. always going to go Democratic. And and we, me and brother are watching. Me and brother and his and my sister in law were watching uh, the election coverage on Tuesday in my room. And I was telling my brother because he's like, "Oh, it's fun to see seeing all the all the polling locations close, and them counting the districts and like over time seeing the numbers shift." I'm like, "Except for California, in California that doesn't happen." He's like, "Why am I?" Because they know California is going to go Democratic. So as soon as California is done, they automatically give Californians 51 electoral votes, 50 something electoral votes, mm-hmm. uh, right away. And bro's like, "Really?" And as soon the the polls here closed at eight. 801 abc was like and the polls closed in california and that, that goes to biden the biden gets uh um oregon california washington um and hawaii oh <laughs> yeah. well, not hawaii but like also I'm like see see, see and any of the west coast uh, i think early voting is all in the west coast so for the past like but almost a month you know people have been voting early yeah, and I think the the other thing that affected it too was, uh, and I'm not sure if it's California, but I know other states they had laws where they can't even begin counting the ballots until election day for the mail-in ballots. That's 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 Nevada. Um, that's mm-hmm. why they took so long. And even the guy said it himself. Uh, Georgia, same thing. Pennsylvania. Yep. Pennsylvania, just Pennsylvania. Well, and and, <laughs> and my sister-in-law long. asked about that. She was like, "Why? Like, why that?" I'm like, "Well, I I really think it's some of these states. The reason they don't want to do it is because they are." concern that it would sway the date of the election voting so if mm-hmm. if say nevada was already projecting you know all the mail was already like uh giving the numbers for the mail-in ballots on election day and it shows like a huge surge for biden that either it would you know it might discourage some republican voters from voting personally i think mm-hmm. it might encourage some people to vote uh, on election day um but it you know this they can make the argument saying that those them giving those numbers affected the way people voted which did happen in 2016 not not the yeah. the the mail-in ballots but them giving the the which I, I didn't see this much of this year but the whole uh uh polling polling uh, surveys like as mm-hmm. people vote came out from voting they would ask people who they voted for and then they would use that to base on what districts or what states would go to the Republicans will go to the Democrats. I mm-hmm. didn't see that this year because it failed them last year. They they totally mm-hmm. got the numbers wrong. Um, but like even that, people say like that sways people's votes. So if you saw a lot of people going, "Oh, I'm voting Democrat," I'm voting Democrat, and everybody's like, "Oh, they went for Hillary." Then then the people that would have like, "Well, I was going to vote Hillary, but I'm tired from work. Hillary's got this. I don't need to vote." And then boom, Trump won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's. The big reason why this is probably one of the biggest um, time for uh, voters who don't <clears throat> vote or you know uh, come out and vote. This is it broke records. Yeah, he got Jeez. he got the most uh, uh, votes ever for a president. Uh, yeah, both of these or people, any any of them could have won the most votes ever uh, received, and both of them broke the record. That's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. um this is like president president trump is the most i think they did ended up like separating by category like categorically so biden is the person that's ever won the most uh popular votes and mm-hmm. then trump is the president the president that has ever gotten the most uh popular votes um yeah but i mean t- again it's over i agree like the the the, the people have have uh spoken um and a lot of people are, are worried about trump not not handing off the keys or handing down 
seceding, mm-hmm. whatever. Th- th- that doesn't matter. Like it's there. There's a process in place that's that's uh, bipartisan. Majority of Republicans don't aren't taking Trump's side on this one, and that's the funny thing. Like as Trump if, is like, if, if you if you look at uh, um, the number of votes <clears throat> for Republicans and Democrats in D.C., mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the chart or not. No, uh, there are only fifteen thousand people that voted for Republican. Mm-hmm. The rest, uh, two hundred something thousand, was mm-hmm. all Democrat. So you can see how how it's how much DC, yeah, how much DC well, really <clears throat> didn't like Trump. <clears throat> yeah, so it's yeah, it's just funny because because Trump is also pissing off a lot of Republicans. Uh, throughout this yeah. whole thing, because the the Republicans have won a lot of seats in the Senate and in the House, so by even even I think the I think the Democrats keep are keeping I think they're keeping the House. Can't remember which one it was. I'm, I'm yeah, the, losing track. Yeah, they they have more seats in the House than yeah. the Senate. So yeah, they're, they're keeping the majority in the Senate right now. Yeah, and I think Georgia has a runoff election for one of them. Um, and so that's another reason why a lot of Republicans aren't like you know Trump is throwing these tantrums on Twitter and and on and in press conferences, and the only ones that are really sticking up for him are uh, the people that are behind him, like in in the mm-hmm. White House and his lawyers who he hired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, everybody else, like other senators, governors, the majority of them are like, no, don't get us involved. Like we're yeah. we're winning. And a lot this. of them are backing off uh, on his administration too. Well, you know they well, they're, because, they're walking away already. Well, because say say you know uh, say say I'm a Republican senator or whatever that just won the elect that won my election for California. I can't you know back up Trump saying you're right. The election is totally rigged. No, uh, do you want to recount my state? No, no, don't recount my state. My state's good. We're good here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you it's can't pick fair. and choose. Yeah, you can't pick and choose. Um, so it's it's just funny seeing this. Um, I supported um, a group called the Lincoln Project, mm-hmm. and it's a group of it's a super PAC, but for Republicans that are against Trump or that are tired of Trump's uh, administration, kind of thing. So uh, it, it was fun seeing. Uh, seeing like here they have a podcast too it was fun hearing their their coverage and um they're very candid conversations with uh some other republicans and other politicians um that kind of see it from the background and they that that super PAC switched eight percent of republicans to democratic vote so that is one that is like i mean <clears throat> that all these little shifts from like different you know people people like different sexes voting differently different re- religions different races and now a small while while being small it's still a chunk that was needed for trump to lose his presidency it's mm-hmm. all little things that added up to the shift yeah and <laughs> I, I believe that you know anything that he says isn't uh isn't making it any better no um but i you know uh I know that in the future, when I uh, when I'm in Philadelphia, and I need to go to the Four Seasons, I know which Four Seasons to go to. <laughs> Wait, I think I heard about this. Is this the one that Rudy uh, Giuliani? Rudy up Giuliani. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it a a, a quarry or something like that? No. <laughs> okay, so Four Seasons. Uh, I think it's landscaping. There you go. Four seasons landscape. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's next to a dildo shop, uh, and uh, I think there's like a strip club right next to it or something but, like that. But it's also <laughs> such a lawyer thing to do. Like it's you know like lawyers like to 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 wordsmith uh, the the things they say to make sure like technically they're not lying, but they're kind of manipulating people. Say that is such a thing. Like we held our press conference at the in front of the Four Seasons, Four Seasons landscaping, Four Seasons. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wonder who booked that venue because, like, uh, Trump was like, "Oh yeah, um, tomorrow press conference at the Four Seasons." So uh, the funny thing is, a lot of the press actually went to the Four Seasons and they found nothing there. And then people who went to the actual uh, um, address that was listed, just like, "There's a Four season in this part of town. This is this is so unsafe." <laughs> oh, God, just yeah, right, so hilarious. Talking. Uh, so I mean, the, I mean and that I mean, okay. To wrap to wrap this part up, I mean that just means we're we're done talking about politics forever, right? Like it's all good now. We're 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 set forever. Like yeah, no yeah, no politician I, okay, so, is ever gonna make headline news again about debating a lot. Yeah, yeah. So so one last thing. Um, I I was, it's been so long. I, like I was so excited to hear an actual presidential speech. It was weird, oh, right? Like, oh, yeah. right. This is what it's supposed to be like. <laughs> yeah, like I felt like it, it was epic. You know, everything that yeah. he said was epic, and it, you know, like everything about it was like, oh wow, this is very presidential. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, seeing Trump do all those things and, and 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 hold those press conferences and everything doesn't feel the same because every time he talks, it just sounds the same thing over and over oh, it's and over. Oh, about again. his ego. Yeah, it's, everything's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody did an amazing job. Yeah, it's it's all they about did his ego. everything well. It's all about his ego. It all comes back to him. It doesn't like even him giving credit to somebody else or to a group. He kind of, you know, I mean, m- making up an example, but <clears throat> so say COVID, he'll be saying like, "Oh yeah, these doctors get an amazing job." Blah blah. These doctors that I hired, <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's like that. He'll somehow. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, doctors. Yeah, I I I know I know be- doctors better than anybody." Yeah, yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, speaking of doctors, uh, Pfizer has recently announced that uh, they are the expected efficiency or effectiveness of their vaccine is ninety percent. So I don't know what the I didn't know what that means when I was reading the headline. Uh, that but means uh, put money into their stocks and start buying their stocks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was reading. as I read as I read the article. I was saying like that is a really good uh, success rate for for a vaccine um and i know people are like oh it's not 100 percent." i'm like it's still better than what we're doing now with like you know it's let's say people say like well you know for pregnancy or contraception contraception i say oh the pill is only 99.8 percent effective more that's still better than a condom (laughs) like that's still better than pulling out you know it's still (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's something and it's also it's passive you know you do yeah. the vaccine you take you take the vaccine and you forget about it as opposed mm-hmm. to now like you constantly say take my trip for example uh me and martha were constantly we had make sure who had to take our mask with us we had uh i had hand t- my mask in one pocket my hand sanitizer in another pocket and we were just constantly every time we left a place hand sanitizer every time we made sure we left out the door whatever mask and stuff so it's a it's a it's a ritual at this point but it's still something we have to be conscious of i I think you know with this being the way it is now uh i think people are still going to continue to wear their masks over the years 
I think it's going to be a, a common I really thing hope now. So. I really hope so. Yeah. I, I, we've talked about this way a couple months ago, like when the massive things first started up. Is I really hope that this kind of shifts America to the the Japanese or like the other Asian countries' way of thinking is when you're sick, think of others. I think a lot of people like they try to tough it out for themselves, but they don't consider what like me spreading it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, when you see like you know I I don't know if it was you or somebody explained it to me uh, when you see somebody like Asian lady or something like that on the street with a with a face mask. It's not that they're germaphobes, is that it's that they are sick and they don't want to spread it. They're being considered of others, uh, mm-hmm. which also shows you the American way of thinking where my first instinct was she's paranoid. <laughs> yeah. Some people take it very offensively, but yeah. yeah, now they understand, you know, what the whole point of what a face mask is. Yeah. <laughs> what it's used for. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, uh, and again, I, uh, so I think this happened right after we finished recording. Uh, but there was a panic buying again mm-hmm. um, for toilet paper before the election. Uh, people are speculating that it was because of the election or it was because of the recent cases in COVID going back up again, which is expected because mm-hmm. it's COVID's following the same pattern as the flu season. Um, and yeah, I, I see the panic buying, but at the same time too, I don't think it's going to be as bad as it was during the spring. A few people mm-hmm. are more prepared now. Um, really people, I mean, I, I load up on hand, hand sanitizer a little bit over the months as they became available. Uh, I think I have like four different brands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I have everything. Um, yeah, we, we order pallets at the warehouse. So. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I, like Costco still has tons of face masks, like cheap. I think buy a 50 mm-hmm. pack of a face mask for 20 bucks, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. the disposable ones um 32 degrees they have a crap load of a face mask at uh at costco too it's uh, uh, yeah i i think this is more we're good i i think back then mm-hmm. people were more panicking about the supply chains which ha- which have been proven to be working there isn't a shortage uh there is no risk of stores closing down really we mm-hmm. you know target walmart all these other stores they've come developed their 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 protocols that wasn't that was an uncertainty at the time saying like oh well you know if they can't develop or can't protect their employees they're going to close but i think we're good i think it was just that initial surge of, of uh, panic buyers mm-hmm. have you noticed that you have you noticed that around your your neighborhood uh well they they don't really buy the stuff from my store anymore um, no no i'm saying but, like it's available everywhere but yeah i i do notice a, a little bit of uh people buying uh certain stuff i mean i was at sam's club the other day like mm-hmm. two days ago i don't think i've ever seen it that busy either oh so yeah I, I see people you know um well we're still out of clorox wipes or um Lysol, which that, which clorox know. did come out and say that they were not expected to be fully in stock back in source until the springtime yeah i noticed that um a lot of the stuff that they're they're putting out for clorox wipes mm-hmm. it's not their traditional clorox no uh cases i think they're outsourcing yes uh, whatever they can (laughs) yeah at this point um which some of them are expensive (laughs) yeah i saw i saw a big roll seven bucks for one i just bought one of them just to see like how effective it was i'm only allowed one and i have a target yeah uh there's a target brand that was that 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 white and, and orange container yeah yeah, that one. Freaking, ex- I saw the big one. I'm kind of, I was kind of curious. I wasn't gonna buy, it, but I was like, I wonder what that is. And uh, yeah, I think the big one is forty bucks or something like that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't spend that much money. Yeah, for I was that. like, that's, that's crazy. Ridiculous. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my friend Juliet, she went on Sunday to Costco and that's the first I heard of it was like everybody bought out the toilet paper and the water again. Uh, but when I went back on Friday, because I got new tires for my car, um, I decided to do some shopping at, at Costco while they were doing it. While they're, the Costco was installing my new tires. Uh, they mm-hmm. had water. They had plenty of water. So I'm like, okay, cool. The, yeah. the water... water. Uh, when I was at uh, Sam's uh, a couple days ago, their their whole aisle was water. <laughs> One yeah. whole aisle. I, yeah. I think the stores are anticipating the. They saw the panic buying again. They're like, okay, let's load yeah. up all the stores again. Um, yeah. but yeah, but and I they guess loaded the crappy water in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, nobody wants. Yeah, when I it, went, it's on not. F- it's not their brand. It's it's the. Um, it's the Nestle. You know how like uh, <laughs> like. It's, Sometimes Arrowhead's good. Sometimes it's no, not. No, it's not. Most of the time, it's not. Yeah, like no, it's not. Yeah. don't you dare. So we have a equivalent of uh, Arrowhead water here. We have it. Uh, it's called uh, Zephyr Hills. Kirkland. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, they they filtered the heck out of their water too. Their reverse osmosis is pretty good for uh, the Kirkland for. brand. That's what I'm um, Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, the whole aisle is Zephyr Hills uh, water. Which is Arrowhead. So f- yeah, I remember that weird. Yeah, okay. I know what you're. I know. It's I know. A I weird taste when you drink it. No, I, I it's still the, water. But. Yeah, I, I know the label. You're, I, I just pictured it right now. Um, it's always on their their weekly or monthly advertisements. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they were still out of toilet paper and out of butt wipes, but I mean, I'm good there. I'm not panicking yet. And that's the other thing yeah, too I've been, that I've been collecting uh toilet paper over time, like for the past couple months but i every time i go when there's when they have when they have it available i'll buy like one bag i so i each month I'll, <laughs> yeah each month i'll well, probably have like while i was at dollar two. tree i did end up buying a four pack of cottonelle because they still have plenty of toilet paper too i'm like i'm sorry as long as dollar tree and 99 cents stores still have paper towels and toilet paper and stuff like that i don't think there's anything to worry about once those stores no. are sold out that's you know people are having yeah. have have uh <laughs> Have scoured the, the the freaking distances to find toilet paper. I was like, yeah. uh, I'm toilet not paper worried. will eventually become national uh, national uh, currency. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be <laughs> worth more than it'll be worth more than uh, Bitcoin. Oh God, uh, yeah, about a four pack. I'm like, I'm not worried, but I have just one four pack just in case emergency. Um, yeah. No, but again, and this is going back to the lessons we learned during the spring. I think yeah. stores aren't going to be scared about imp- implementing uh, a limit now. Mm-hmm. Um, before there was some hesitation. I think there was like a month where they were refusing to set a limit. And then finally they're kind of like, F it. Pe- you know what? No more. no more. No more than two per product or whatever. Something like that. So I think we're set. All right, Anton. So yeah. 15 minutes in. Are you ready to start the show? <laughs> 15 minutes. 50 minutes in. 15 minutes in. Uh, all right. Let's uh Go ahead and uh, start getting into our news section. <laughs> that was the longest prelog we've ever done. <laughs> yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, so first main headline story here. Uh, R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Uh, over a year ago, he announced that uh, he was diagnosed with uh, pancreatic cancer and I remember in his video, he was very blunt about the success rate of beating it, uh, especially at the. St- I think he was already at stage four at that point, and he he was ho- he was optimistic um, at the very least that he was optimistic he was going to fight it as best he could. Uh, but he, you know, he was he under- also understood the numbers are real. I think it was a very it's very very low survival rate. Um, 
he had some upside in the spring and i think somewhere during the, during the summer um it showed that it, it the pancreatic cancer didn't go away he was still working that's the crazy thing he was during the whole thing the whole process he was still working uh yeah, so but they uh, recorded enough shows that will last all the way till like christmas yeah his the last show that they recorded with alex um which is literally i think they recorded like the day or two before he passed Mm -hmm. away uh they'll air it on christmas day which i'm like dang also how fitting i mean for for people that are fans of snl how fitting is it that alex trebek and sean connery passed away within a month of each other i was gonna say uh, i don't know but it's funny and it's also you know uh well, for uh, us, uh, yeah. audiences, it, it's it's thoughtful to think about them as a pair. <laughs> it's it, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I it's know, funny. I know Alex Trebek really embraced that skit. Like he loved it. I don't have. I don't think Sean Connery even gives an f about us. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> uh, but I just, you know, as a joke, I would imagine that Sean Connery, as Alex Trebek is making his way through the gates of heaven, uh, I just imagine Sean Connery laughing his ass off, saying "Suck at Trebek." <laughs> <laughs> you're here too yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah oh you couldn't stay away from me could you <laughs> yeah so uh too early to say but I, I don't think anyone can ever replace alex trebek uh he is so iconic when you think about jeopardy it's always thinking about alex so yeah the the network hasn't even hasn't even said about the future future of jeopardy they're just kind of like they're just gonna let the episodes air Mm-hmm. I imagine they're going to take a, a, at least a couple months off from Jeopardy before they make any sort of announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, my guess is they'll make an announcement somewhere early summer, late spring about the future of Jeopardy. Not necessarily that's coming back, but... Yeah. Um, I, I hope they find someone great and worthy. Uh, no comedians. Say No no comedians? No comedians. Well, I, I thought that uh, Drew Carey was a pretty good choice for uh, The Price is Right. Uh, I like him, but he still doesn't compare to Bob Barker, though. I think yeah, Bob, of course. Yeah, but I, Bob, I Bob really owned a, a show. Good, yeah, I thought he was a good. Um, uh, I don't want to say replacement, but it was it was next, a replacement. Next host. Yeah, yeah, next um, host. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I even the top of my head, I can't think of who I would. I, yeah, I imagine I they would. They would want to choose somebody in their 30s, somebody in their 40s um, that can have someone a smart. I, I think sm- Alex was pretty smart. Uh, like freaking, uh, I don't know. I can't even think of somebody. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine how much knowledge you would have just to be on that show. Because I, I think all the time you'd be like, how come I didn't know that answer to that question? You know? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know, but I was, I was saying somebody in their late thirties, early forties that can really uh, keep the the show going, that can stay with the show for a long time. Um, but we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, Tenet is coming home. So the movie Tenet, by directed by Christopher Nolan. Make sure I'm not flipping yes. the director's name. Uh, it was released September uh, to uh, whatever audience was available because. I you know I did you I still want to see it in IMAX. That's the thing. But did you? I, I want to see it in IMAX. So, <sighs> and that's the thing. I don't know how much money. I, I I didn't look to see how much money they made in theaters. Uh, I imagine not way less than they would have projected if it was uh, a non-COVID yeah. season. Uh, mm-hmm. So the release is going to be December fifteenth. It'll be available on four K, Blu-ray, DVD, and digital rental services. <clears throat> Uh, the 4K uh, UHD combo pack is going to be 45 bucks 
Blu-ray, $36, and DVD, $29. Um, for those that uh, want the combo pack or whatever, uh, actually, that, that want more, sorry, uh, the 4K UHD combo pack and the Blu-ray pack uh, will have a behind-the-scenes deep dive called Looking at the huh? Looking at the World in a New Way, The Making of Tenet, which is an hour-long deep dive into the development and production of the movie. Um, yeah, so pre-orders are going to be available starting November 10th and then uh, shipping in available and streaming on the 15th, December 15th. So I, I, I would totally go watch it when they re-release it into the movie theaters. They have to uh, re-release it, right? <laughs> yeah, they have to. There, there's no way. Um, yeah, I think it was on Vanity that I read about it. And um, yeah, the, the, the director or... Christopher Nolan, he's like he he's he was fighting this, but I think the production company is kind of like, no, we need to make money off this movie. Um, so I can imagine that Christopher Nolan would be so for bringing this back at least for IMAX. Yeah, I I, I know that you know the studios or the studio that uh, I think it was Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner I think Brothers. Warner right? Brothers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think what they wanted to do was they wanted to bring people to the movie theater by doing a double feature with mm-hmm. Inception. Uh, but I guess that didn't work. Uh, well, it wouldn't work because nobody wants to die in this time. Well, uh, <laughs> here's the thing that's wrong with it. Yes, they're adding more value to it. But the thing people are freaking out about is being in a confined room uh, mm-hmm. with people. Y- yes, it's uh, over time we've learned that COVID doesn't transmit as effectively uh, in an open space, uh, in a big room. Um, as we previously thought, but I think adding to be in st- close encounters with yeah, uh, it, other people. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the, I think the buzzword or the buzz term I've been hearing for the last four months is a uh, viral load, which is like even if you get into contact with the virus, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get it. You have to have a certain amount of the virus before your body can actually start before it can actually start replicating in your body um, and giving you severe symptoms. Uh, but I think <laughs> giving the idea of pe- putting, the, uh, you know, the idea of people staying in a theater or in a confined space longer with strangers is not attracting people the way Warner Brothers would have thought. No. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I, I think what they should have done was <laughs> more like private screenings, offered more like private screening experiences rather than double features. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they got things the wrong way. So yeah. All right. Well, I, I guess I'll watch it when it comes out on uh, Blu-ray and. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the streaming price is going to be for uh, for renting it, but I imagine what like what eight ten bucks. What's the mm-hmm. new release rental rate about? Uh, seven ninety nine. Yeah, depending on the, the the quality of the, the the actual video itself. So and the platform. All right, speaking of Warner Brothers, the witches apologize. So Warner Brother apologizes after being criticized by people with disabilities over the depiction of Anne Hathaway's character in The Witches. Uh, many people with disabilities pointed out that Anne Hathaway's character uh, appears to have a body, I don't say, uh, not mutation, but, uh, well, disability, I guess, uh, called Ectrodactyly, which is mm-hmm. a, a limb abnormality that's commonly referred to as split hand which is kind of like the spock spock kind of look to it mm-hmm. but like more split down the middle uh so the advocates fear that portraying villains with physical defects can perpetrate stereotypes that disabilities are abnormal and scary <sighs> we just can't depict villains in any way can we 
Yeah. Like there's always there's always <laughs> going to be some. You can't you, you know the the British people already started kicking uh, uh, standing up to Americans for always making their villains <laughs> British. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I think the British kind of own up to it too. They're kind of like, oh, it's just because we're more educated and sophisticated. They fear us. Um, <laughs> wasn't it the 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 Jaguar Jaguar commercial? They kind of own it. <laughs> Jaguar Jaguar. But no, it's a uh, yeah, it was a uh, what's the name Loki, uh, uh, Sir Ben Kingsley. Uh, I forgot who else. Oh, and uh, um, just had his name. I forgot. There's like three or four of them, like a ma- major like yeah, British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, damn oh, ah, damn it. <laughs> I'll come back to you. Uh, but yeah. yeah, like pretty much them, them just tot- just owning. They love being villains. Um, yeah, but I'm saying like, ugh. so say say the witches was not with like that that defect i okay so but which is aside any other movie so say the villain just happened to have a hispanic actor. there you yeah, go yeah. mark strong uh the bald <laughs> bald guy from uh i think yeah. most recently uh shazam yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. uh yeah so say like the 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 uh, movie just happened to have a hispanic villain well then hispanic community is be saying that whoa they're making it seem like all hispanics are are, are, are criminals or villains <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it's uh, I also it, it depends too if it was intentional. Um, yeah, but I don't think we'll ever know. Anyways, uh, moving on here, Jurassic World Dominion wraps. So Jurassic World Dominion has wrapped production after eighteen months of production, and I swear it does not seem like they've been in production that long, unless they were keeping it under wraps for for a while. Uh, they they've been okay. So or they've been, been on and off. Yeah, no, 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 no. They they kept going because what they did was, uh, I think the studio spent super duper extra money to do testing almost every single day. Mm. Yeah, and they made sure that everybody that was on set was six feet away, uh, and only the stars that are in the scenes are close to each other. Yeah, uh, director Colin Trevo- Trevaro, uh says mm-hmm. COVID protocols help make a stronger movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I I think much like we we're saying that people having to keep a distance means uh, less uh, side chat, less you know chit chat, more focus on their job, and I think the actors not being able to go from different sets to different sets uh, also helps them keep focus on the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, less of a plus, sca- like when they're in a bubble, they 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 focus better. Yeah, it's like less less uh, schedule conflicts there. So, because mm-hmm. uh, I mean we've heard that before in movies where uh you know there's a delay or they have to re- they have to reschedule a certain shoot because an actor's needed for a reshoot of another movie for the same production company or for uh, an award show or something happening um uh, so i i can imagine like as as a pain in the ass it, if as it is for to do the covid protocols as a director having a fully focused uh production uh, staff beautiful <laughs> it's a dream yeah <laughs> yeah uh, Speaking of dreams, uh, Fallen 4, Gerard Butler will be returning as Mike Banning for the fourth film in the Fallen franchise. I can't franchise. believe they have funding for these damn movies. Oh, th- these, <laughs> these are a guilty pleasure of mine. They're so bad, like so cheesy, but so entertaining. Just because like, oh, is he going to make, is he going to make a pun? Is he going to make, he said the pun. <laughs> it's so bad. The first movie is good. The rest is just... 
<laughs> Seriously, if if there were this many major attempts, not even on the same president, say say you know uh, between between Obama and Trump, like four major attempts that you know major leaders have died or the White House has been attacked within a decade, people would be panicking and screaming out, screaming uh, scream bloody murder. But yeah, in these I, movies, it's just uh, another terror attack. <laughs> yeah. I, I think in real life, this guy would probably quit his job by oh, now. He's he's the new, uh, what's his name? <laughs> um, uh, what's Kiefer Sutherland's character from uh, 24? Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it. I don't know. If but like that, he's the new Kiefer. <laughs> <sighs> don't even try. I don't know. That, that show's been off for like, what, 20 years? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so the fourth film titled Night Has Fallen, N-I-G-H-T, so actually nighttime, um, which I, I think that's, they're going to change that. I really think they mean night as in like shining armor, but um, mm-hmm. no idea what the movie's going to be about yet. I imagine uh, some world leader is going to attack and uh, Mike Banning is the only person that could stop him. My guess. <laughs> uh, let's see here. A Quiet Place 3. That's right. Three. Paramount hires Jeff Nichols to write and direct the third movie in the in the Quiet Place franchise. So um, John Krasinski is not directing the third one. The he's only doing the second one. He's writing and directing the second one, but he, but they hired Jeff Nichols for the third one. Um, mm. From what I read, I think they've been working together, but I don't know. Oh if yeah, doing. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the schedule release they're scheduling a release date for 2022 so mm-hmm. when we get so it's gonna be back-to-back quiet place movies uh well, i just need to see the second one just to see what's gonna happen next because uh i think there's gonna be a lot of surprises in that one that again and that just makes you it's it tells you that there's gonna be some cliffhangers or some more questions that they're gonna like you know leave out for people for the set from the second one but at least you know it's going to get answered relatively soon. There's no chance that, you know, oh, well, there is a chance, but there's less chance that you'll be left out hanging with those questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of a last minute topic here. Uh, so Tom Holland has released more set pictures from his latest movie, Spider-Man, now that they started production. I didn't know if it was real or fake, but apparently IGN is confirming that the picture of him on set with not only his Spider-Man costume and full mask, but also the the regular face mask. The rest, regular face mask. Yeah, the what's it called? The N. Oh my God, what's it called? No, it's not. It's just a regular face mask. It's just a regular face mask. I can't tell from it. Yeah, um, like a medical one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it it's real. I'm like, and it's funny because the caption seems in wearing a mask. Uh, wear a mask. I'm wearing two. <laughs> that just seems so i don't know i guess they're just doing what lighting tests or some sort of testing maybe mm-hmm. yeah there's no way they'd, p- they'd pay for mass removal <laughs> for after paying no. for a full suit <laughs> it's a lot of money yeah uh i don't i, I think they would it'd be cheaper just to reshoot <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. all right it's on uh that's it for news ready to go on to streaming yeah let's get into streaming All right, really quick for streaming here. We just have The Mandalorian Chapter 10, The Passenger. Uh, this is the second episode of Season 2. Uh, if you haven't seen this, be warned that there will be spoilers, so skip ahead 5, 10 minutes? 10 minutes? 10 minutes five max? Minutes. It'll be quick. If you hear us talking about gaming systems, you've gone too far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've gone too far. <laughs> pull back, pull back. 
All right, Anton. Uh, so this one is the Mandalorian must ferry a passenger from uh, with precious cargo on a risky journey. Uh, so we're kind of a letdown on this one because we didn't really get a follow-up to the whole Boba Fett from the first episode. Uh, but I'll be back. Yeah, but it's still a nice little side 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 of adventure. Um, even though people hate uh, these uh, escort missions. <laughs> Well, he had to do these missions in order to get to where he is, uh, to get the next clue. Yeah, it's a follow-up, but it's kind of cool to see, like you know, the different worlds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, these quests that he goes on. Um, anyways, uh, this episode is uh, very entertaining. I I, I kind of like the the vibe. Uh, there was two cameos in this episode. <clears throat> I don't know if you spotted them. Kind of obvious. Uh, I watched a show called Kim's Convenience. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Mm-mm. But uh, the guy that plays uh, Opa, which is uh, Mr. Kim, he is one of the Starfighter pilots. Uh, let me see here. Oh, Paul Soon Soon Young Lee. Yeah, yeah. He he he's the one that talks a lot. Uh, the other one was um. Damn it. The creator of uh, Rebels, creator of, uh, damn it, keep forgetting his name. He, he's, he's. Dave Filoni? I can't believe it. Yeah, Dave Filoni. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, <laughs> I was like, because yeah, the, the only other one, I'm trying to remember uh, who this, who, who was Zero? Who was the voice of Zero? Or um, in the show, what was Zero? Because uh, the guy, Richard Io. Ioade, Ioade. Um, he's the guy. He's the black guy from uh, the It Crowd on the the old BBC show. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to think back, and I need to watch the episode now and and hear for whoever Zero is because I don't rec- recall who that is. Oh, is it the droid? Zero. Yeah, is Zero the droid? Remember the the frog uh, the frog lady used the the voice translator. I can't remember. I remember the Mandalorian. Zero. Oh, you're talking about the droid uh, that uh, Taika was playing? Um. Oh, it is that one. Okay, cool. Yeah, Zero is that weird, like mantis-looking droid. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that that mm-hmm. was voiced by the guy from the A Crowd. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I I I, I like this episode because it kind of shows you that the Repul- not the Republic, but the Rebels have really taken charge of you know, keeping order in the galaxy. Uh, they're trying mm-hmm. to control the vacuum, the, the power vacuum that was left by the Empire being destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, the New Republic. Yeah, the New Republic. Uh, but, god damn, like, it's, it, it's tough, because you know, you understand what these, uh, these uh, X-Wing pilots are, are looking for, and you understand them being skeptical and over... But being such a huge fan of The Mandalorian... Uh, like me and my girlfriend were kind of yelling, just leave him alone, damn it. He's done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he has children on board. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it, yeah, it's kind of funny um, towards the end uh, where, they're like, oh yeah, okay, uh, you did this and this and this and this. Uh, you know, we'll give you a pass this time. And it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm kind of curious, like, all that work just for this little pass, you know, like he should get reward for something that that's worth more, you know? Yeah. Um, again, this is a, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, 
that there's like a 40 43 minute 41 minute episode of oh, 40 minute runtime uh so relatively short compared to the episode we got last week me and my girlfriend we went through a, a phase of frustration with the child because mm-hmm. we all, we both mm-hmm. want him to say come on do something use the force this damn toddler uh, unsupervised toddler was uh what created havoc both by eating the poor frog lady's babies and then eventually pissing off the sp- ar- whoop, the arachnid mother <laughs> and so yeah. like, use the force do something <laughs> to be you know being pissed off at the child to finally at the end when they're in the cockpit going more holy crap he's scared oh like his little baby <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it just, it's funny. This time around, we got to see him babble uh, different uh, co- consonants. Yeah, so both. Kind of funny to see that. Yeah, both the. I can't remember if we talked about this last week or not, but both Mando and the child have both been very talkative this season compared mm-hmm. to how they were last season. Um, also, I, I love any scene that involves him walking or running. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> Yeah, and and at times when you look at uh, some of the the um, throughout the episodes, you can see which part is a real puppet, which parts are CG. You can totally tell. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially with the eyes. I think the eyes are mm-hmm. a big giveaway. Uh, you can't mm-hmm. CGI can be amazing, but the detail with the de- the, the depth and the the detail in the eyes is really hard to replicate that that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else about this episode that caught your eye? Uh, no. Uh, other than that, I'm just excited to see what's going to happen next because uh, I'm, I'm I'm still waiting on Ahsoka. Yeah, I think a lot of people are waiting for Ahsoka. Uh, we're waiting to see more about Boba Fett. Um, let me see here. All episodes. So season two, we are looking at eight episodes this season. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that we won't see Ahsoka or like the, well, the screen grab for, for episode three shows, uh, him on some sort of ship. And I think that's what we saw him getting off from when, uh, we, in the trailer, when we first see not Ahsoka, but the other, uh, other mysterious character that they teased us. Um, if you go to the IMDB episodes list, mm-hmm. yeah. So maybe we'll see, we'll see, we'll, we'll be introduced to another character on episode three. Or chapter chapter uh, eleven, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's on. Uh, ready to move on to our last segment? Yeah, let's get into gaming. Uh, IGN has been reviewing and ranking the consoles uh, now that they are scheduled to be released this week. Uh, Xbox is being is has a scheduled release date of tomorrow, November 11th, and PlayStation has a scheduled release date of November 12th. So, which is the next day after that? Yep. No. Uh, the two days. So, uh, Xbox is released Tuesday. PlayStation gets released Thursday. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's start off with uh, Xbox Series S, the lesser one, the one that we anticipate not a lot of people want to buy, but are going to end up buying, are are, are going to get re- get it received as a gift. Uh, IGN gave it a seven. Uh, the points they made are snappy load times. The 120 FPS capability offers its limited uh, capability offers, uh, even though it's limited to 1440p resolution. Uh, it's claustrophobically small storage space. 
which I've also heard, and I have I don't know if it's been confirmed, uh, that the that these external storage space or external storage uh, um, uh, plug or port, or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. isn't going to be functional at release. Oh, the SanDisk ones. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm yeah, like, why? <laughs> why would you try to hold back that? Um, and also, as you and I pointed out before, the there's questionable. It's questionable long term viability. Uh, that's something I'm concerned about. So the Xbox Series X, they gave it an eight out of ten. Uh, the points they made here is, no matter what current games you throw at it, load times are drastically cut. Frame rates get smoother and res- resolution gets churned up higher. Uh, quote. It's going to be a joy to see what developers do developers do with it in the coming years. Um, I guess that goes with any console. We always see it like at launch. That is not the best games are going to come out with. It's usually eight years, nine years down the line. Once developers have seen the capability of the console itself, they uh, they play around with the the capability more, better, more better, more better. So they gave a score for these uh, these machines. Yeah, for the consoles An themselves. Uh huh. For the console and so because they got the the physical releases already yeah 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 they, they, they got the demo machines yeah. and yeah uh i want to see that <laughs> uh playstation 5 they gave it another they gave it an eight same as the xbox series x uh it's a well-considered user interface blistering quick load times and the dual sense controller that sets it apart from all other controllers uh also fun little thing they added there uh, for the dual sense controller, they gave it a nine. So okay. again, take this with a grain of salt. Uh, I know I have had my pit, my 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 disagreements with IGN's ratings before on games, let alone consoles. But really, none of these scores are really surprising, or the points that they're making is really surprising. Okay. Um, so I mean, so you asked me if I'm going to be getting the Xbox. I will eventually. Uh, not at launch. Probably not until late winter, early springtime um because there's no i'm waiting for that for for halo halo is the main title i want to play anyways yeah yeah so uh for some people that actually tried or tested both machines Mm -hmm. oh okay i see their scores um they love the um the playstation controller because it Mm -hmm. it sets a totally different vibe to playing uh the games yeah um oh i can totally see the controller the control dual sense, uh, the dual sense controller being another element for developers to play with. Yeah. Cause you saw what it could do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some, some of the stuff on it is pretty amazing. Yeah. And again, these games are developed without the developers knowing what these like, you know, peripheral and, and what the actual physical device will be able to do. They're kind of retrofitting these games to fit the next gen consoles. They weren't developed for the next gen console specifically. So, I mean, say three years, Three years from now, I think we'll start seeing games that have that have better better capability with the uh, with the hardware that comes with these consoles, because mm-hmm. game development takes a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wow. So, PS Five got uh, you said Eight. a score of nine on the DualSense controller. The DualSense controller and itself got a nine, which I don't know what the hell yeah. they wanted for a ten. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Do they want the the do they want the 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 tactile the feedback? No, I'm saying, do the they want the, yeah, do they want the tactile feedback controllers for like a a, a, a virtual reality uh, system? <laughs> like yeah. unless we, unless they are in the uh, the oasis, they'll never give a ten out of ten for peripherals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, PlayStation and Xbox Series X, according to IGN, both eights. 
Um, I guess it really just comes down to, um, you know, which you prefer, which Mm -hmm. I I think that's kind of what the console wars has always come down to, because there's always been better hardware, better, better experience. But I mean, speaking as an Xbox person, I buy from, I buy out of my heart, not out of the the specs, (laughs) even though it's pissed you off over the years. (laughs) Oh, by the way. So speaking, speaking of this, so uh, I remember I told you for Halloween we binge watched um, the 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 what you call it, the Purge movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the part where I was saying like, oh, I would never host uh, a Purge night. Like it's like the like in the Purge world, um, people had Purge nights where they had people had people over to go into lockdown and watch the news for the Purge updates. I'm like, I would never do that. I don't care if you are my bestest friend. Or, you know, distant family or unless you are, you know, my wife and child, I am never going to invite outsiders into my home on a night where... Why would you do that? Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you're just, like you're just adding unnecessary risk. And yeah. and Martha started giving me a list of people like, really? What about your brother? I'm like, maybe. I don't know. Depends on how the, <laughs> how, the, how, the, how the weeks have been coming up to that. Well, what about Anton? I don't know. I mean, Anton's a pretty chill guy, but I can also see him yelling at me. He's trying to beat me with the bat saying, I told you, buy the PlayStation 5 and said you come back with an Xbox Series X. <laughs> Trash. Uh, you're, you're so right. Uh, all, the, all that nerd okay. rage you, you pent up against me for my, per, for my, for my geeky purchases <laughs> would come out that night. Why? Why? Did you not see the frame rates? Did you not see the 4K? <laughs> <laughs> 8k 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 8k, 8K, 8K sorry 8K. <laughs> dual sense dual sense like this bat in your head <laughs> uh-huh. all right that's on um yeah so th- you didn't pre-order any when when, when are you expecting to, to make your make your buy make your purchase uh when my kid is like two <laughs> oh, okay so you're one or two one. oh wow so i might get Ooh, man i uh, so it'll be a close call, but I might actually have the next gen console before you do for once. Uh huh. Jeez, yeah, that's true. Cold day in hell, indeed. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a tough call. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I will eventually I get one. I mean, depending mm-hmm. on how my on my home purchasing experience goes, uh, I might not want to spend money for <laughs> for, an ex- for a longer yeah. period of time than I expected. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna be uh, good with uh, Cyberpunk for a while that 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 game's probably gonna last me quite a long time uh same thing with me and halo i think halo's gonna be uh depending on how quickly they they load out the updates and the dlc um i think halo might be a, a good long game to to hang on to all right anton no i'm talking uh, about like right now oh like right now play oh right yeah. now uh i haven't been gaming i haven't been really gaming yeah. i've been I'm, pokemon go is the most gaming i've done uh in the past couple couple weeks mm-hmm. uh yeah just I, I i stopped my 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 run through of uh of gears of war because uh they started giving me a headache from the motion mm-hmm. um and i haven't turned on uh modern warfare or war zone um in uh, almost a year i can't believe it's almost been a year it's been a while really what oh yeah that's right Holy. uh no i think uh I think I think I think I stopped playing since in, May. Since May, yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. I was still playing. I started playing it around this time because uh, mm-hmm. I got because uh, I started my uh, Instagram account for my gaming gaming uh, gaming clips, and I got my mm-hmm. first clip 
anniversary like last week or something like that yeah all right Anton. if people want to keep us going how can i do that uh they can do that by going to our website at www.thetoc.com and uh, maybe buy some stickers t-shirts hat maybe something and if there was something that we talked about on the episode or in our show notes social media any of the links take them to amazon and gives us a little kickback so it's always good to do that yeah uh, people can also follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, don't be shy about, you know, commenting on our post. We love to have a, you know, hear your opinions on it. Uh, I think we're pretty quick to respond to people's questions and and reactions to some of our posts. Um, and, you know, if you want to keep it private, send us a little little rant on your own. You can send, a, <laughs> send us an email rant to mail at the 2OC.com. And also, Anton, how come we didn't come up with rant at the 2OC.com? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh uh that would have been a, that would have been a good uh, uh give me a lot no. of emails <laughs> yeah i know all right are we do we have the energy today no all right no mm-hmm. rant no rant email today <laughs> all right today's podcast is brought to you by audible get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the toc there are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle Player, MP3 Player, uh, pretty much everything else. Um, if you haven't haven't ever uh, read any of the Lord of the Rings books or anything, I know it's a very long book. It's a very thick book. You can just listen to it on Audible, so I recommend doing that. And I think the, the person who reads it has a very good voice. It's not as monotone. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend doing that. Yeah. So I'm on Audible right now and there's already a Ready Player Two podcast available there. It's called Skip to the Good Part. Really? <laughs> yeah. So Ready Player Two coming out November 24th. So Thanksgiving week. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to save that for my recommendation for next episode. This episode, I would recommend uh, the, the one you said. That one. That, that's a good one. okay all right totally prepared (laughs) yep all right that's on uh actually you know what i do have a serious question uh given that uh, alex trebek has just passed away uh i recommend alex trebek's uh memoir the answer is uh it's about four and a half hours on audible um narrated by ken jennings and alex trebek uh i'm assuming ken jennings just does a forward or something um, but yeah, great. Uh, I mean, that'd be a great listen, a great way to listen to the man and learn about his life. Mm-hmm. 80 years. Mm-hmm. And the guy was still ticking. Like he was in his fifties or sixties. Wow. Yeah. He was 80 years old. Yeah. He's, he's old. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, is that it? Yep. That is it. All right. For the two OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Doa. See you guys. See you guys. Five stars. Five star rating. Forgot to mention that. Give us five stars. Yeah. Oh, too late. Too late. Too damn late. it. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs>